I'm really actually excited for the U of A rivalry that we're going to get and the in-state. Um, personally, I don't think that we have a rivalry with GCU. I don't think anyone thinks that we have a rivalry with GCU. I think they'll beg to differ. I th- Yeah, I, I think they have certain feelings about us. Yes, you are your conference champions! Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to What You're Talking About, your daily show, talking about the uh, ACHA women's hockey team here at Arizona State. Uh, I'm your host, Chase Beardsley, along with Trey Matthews. And Trey, would you like to introduce some very special guests that we have? Absolutely. So tonight, ASU has a big matchup against the University of Utah Utes. And joining us on today's show are a couple captains for the ASU women's hockey team, the Alternate captain, Berkeley Radcliffe, and Ellie McKenna, who wears the C alongside with Jill Ketchum, both of them from Anchorage, Alaska. So, Burke, Ellie, thank you for joining me and Chase early on in the morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Of course, anytime. We're happy you guys are on. Uh, well, first off, today's game day. How are you guys feeling? How is the overall team feeling? I think we're really excited going into this weekend. We had a couple setbacks during our first home game. So, I don't know. Now's going to be a really good time to show that we have that on-ice chemistry that's really going to count this weekend. Yeah, uh, last week against uh, Maryville, you guys split. Uh, game one didn't go as planned, but uh, you were able to redeem yourselves in game two. You guys then had an off week, and now you're getting back into uh, game action. So, what are some of the things you guys have been working on the last few practices to try to perfect uh, the craft going into this uh, weekend series against the Utes? Um, we've been really working on our puck movement and making sure that we have um, an aggressive forecheck against, uh, against a lot of the teams that we play. An aggressive forecheck is really going to help us, but specifically against Utah this weekend, I think it's going to be super important to th- that that's something that we have. Um, so we were kind of uh, really heavily enforcing that and then also um, we were working a lot on one-on-one battles and puck battles protecting the puck that kind of thing so just making sure that we're playing discipline this weekend and aggressive yeah. uh, I mean first off um, Utah is the team that you guys are obviously playing tonight and uh, you guys did play them one time last year at home and that was actually the home opener Ellie I don't know if you remember but you actually scored your first goal as a Sun Devil uh, almost a year ago against the Utes Uh, it's now been a year you're now captain how are you feeling about this year so far and how are you feeling playing against the team that you scored your first ever goal against it's exciting. Um, I know that they have a pretty new team this year, but we also have a new team this year. But it'll be exciting to open up some conference games against Utah. I think they're a pretty good competition that we stand against, and I think it's going to be a really exciting game to play tonight, and I'm excited for it. I think uh, me and Joseph were on the call for that uh, last year because uh, after you brought it up in last week's show, I decided to go back into the vault to see like if I could find the – the game because Joseph usually sent them to me and I was like oh wow yeah me and Joseph uh early on at Oceanside Ice Arena uh rest in peace uh (laughs) definitely uh it was it was kind of cool to look back on so uh yeah thanks for unlocking that core memory last week uh Chase ah 
It's my pleasure. Um, you don't work at Chick-fil-A no more. Uh, well, anyway, um, <laughs> well, that was actually one of your first Sun Devil games, too. Uh, it was. Uh, obviously did a couple of the scrimmages beforehand, but um, the ASU women's hockey team was uh, my first uh, time doing hockey for, for ASU specifically. So it was definitely uh, – it was a – interesting transition going from Michigan to now Arizona and now uh yeah once again great memories at Oceanside Ice Arena even though I was really only there for a half a semester in in, in the in the first half of my uh first year as in the master's program I but that arena more than ever especially yeah especially broadcast. I I need the press box I need the press box and their internet it's way better compared to uh the ice flex yeah that's true um Ellie you did touch on uh, this is your first conference matchup this uh, season. So I kind of want to ask Berkeley. Um, Burke, you know, you've been on this team for a while now. You've faced all these WWCHL opponents thousands of times. Does it? Does the feeling get any older or any different going into another season facing more WWCHL opponents? Does it ever change, or does, is it like, oh, this is a rivalry matchup. I'm hella hyped for this. And Can we know, say that? I think so. Okay. I'll see why not. <laughs> Go for it, Burke. Yeah, I mean, we're always super excited for conference games, and I think every season it does feel different going into each one because the teams have been changing up a lot. Like, I know we have a pretty young team this year, and like Ellie was saying, Utah also has a pretty young team this year, so it's kind of hard to know what we're really getting into, but we're always super excited. So, so um, I don't know uh, if anyone caught this at the beginning of the show, but uh, both of you are from – Anchorage, Alaska, alongside with uh, Jill Ketchum. It, it, how surreal is it knowing that you guys uh, go from playing hockey together growing up to now becoming captains of this team and you achieved one of your goals, which was bring a title back to ASU. You guys became WWCHL champs uh, early on this year. So uh, I know I did a follow-up story for Cronkite. Joseph uh, covered it last year when there was four of you, but – uh, I'm I'm curious to hear uh, basically that story once more. Um, so I don't think it's it's what any of us expected or had anticipated when we all won our national championship together. We all the year afterwards took completely different paths, and even going into college, we all took completely different paths. And um, Berkeley and Jill ended up here. Um, the same year and I kind of saw how much fun they were having gave them a call um, in fact saw that they were going from practice to the pool and knew that's was something that I wanted to also be doing so um, when I came here I think it was really cool to see the three of us and knowing that we were all brought up and you know the three of us are very smart hockey players we're all um, natural leaders and I think having the three of us on the team like our our insights and our knowledge is super super helpful and I think that the team really um is really impacted by that and I think it's really cool that the three of us ended up here um and we are here to to win championships and win games and bring home medals so that's what we're here to do you want to add on to that uh Berkeley yeah I mean kind of back to what Ellie was saying like we never thought that we were ever going to play together again and now that we are like there's no people that I'd rather be part of this leadership group with on the team. Like, it's so nice knowing that we all grew up. Like, we're all very much on the same page. We play a similar game. Like, it's just – it's so it's so nice being able to play with them. Well, let me ask you this because there was a, another member of the Alaska um, 
I guess, team, I'll say, um, Brooklyn calendar. Uh, do you still keep in contact with her? Is she still in Arizona? I know she did leave the team last year, but do you guys are you guys still constantly in contact with her and she watch any of your games? Um, not in constant contact. We do hear from her sometimes. Um, I believe she still is in Arizona. Um, I believe she is, Judge. Uh, I, I believe she is. But, but, you know, moving forward with, with her life and she has um, – a boyfriend that she's serious with so she's doing that and I think she's working so it's good to see that you know even though she wasn't able to play hockey which was super unfortunate because she had transferring issues and school circumstances that she is able to now live her life out and we're seeing that through social media and things and you know checking up with her that's a that's a fair response um wherever brooklyn is you know good luck wherever uh you are she's you know. still in the area it's, well it's, it's yeah. not like she moved okay, across country well, or or, or nice halfway here. around the world wow. always interrupting me i swear <laughs> anyway i do have sorry shannon sharp <laughs> reference to skip it shannon okay, wow okay. shannon was always like oh, i can never get a sentence out of you well i mean yeah if you try <laughs> um but anyway uh I do have a question, and this might be an interesting one, and it kind of hit me when I was talking actually to Riley Armstrong, and when I ask this question, you'll automatically know her response, but I got to ask, what schools would you guys want to be added to the ACHA or WWCHL so you guys can travel to whatever areas? So, for instance, Riley, of course, chose schools in Washington because, you know, she would love to... Uh, travel back home and stuff, but what schools would you guys love to see and travel to uh, to get added to the WWCHL? Um, I don't know. I think Ellie and I can both agree that having some schools in California would be kind of nice. Like, they'd be in our conference because they're pretty close, and I we always love a trip to San Diego, so <laughs> that'd be quite cool. Yeah, I think San Diego State would be cool. I know they have a men's program. If they got a women's team, that would be Cool. I'm really actually excited for the U of A rivalry that we're going to get and the in-state. Um, personally, I don't think that we have a rivalry with GCU. I don't think anyone thinks that we have a rivalry with GCU. I think they'll beg to differ. I th- Yeah, I, I think they have certain feelings about us, but <laughs> I don't think – like I think once we get U of A, we'll be able to build a rivalry with them and hopefully that they can become a strong competition in the WWCHL, and I think that'll be really exciting to see. But I agree with Berkeley. Some schools in California like – it would be nice to go to San Diego or Los Angeles. Like, I don't know, just travel out to California sometimes. So, Chase, I was actually right next to you when you were having that conversation. And I think, uh, I don't know if you agreed with me or not, but I think we would love to maybe have UNLV Vegas <laughs> added to the uh, WWCHL. We're going to recreate the hangover tray. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I mean, Vegas would be nice, uh, you know. Love love Vegas. I've only been oh, to I'm it sure once. I'm sure you do. But I've only been to it once. I've only been to it once, but I had a great time. Love Vegas. Uh, I mean, outside from all that, is that actually a nice uh, place? I yeah, do yeah. like the weather there. It's yeah, actually really pretty. And real talk for the hockey thing. We saw, I don't know if they have a women's team or not, but we saw UNLV come down for the um, – uh, to play what the ACHA men's D1 for mm-hmm. against ASU, but I'm sure there's a couple other schools uh, in the Nevada area where it's close to Vegas, but you know at the same time it's it's just in Nevada, not not specifically Vegas. Well, hearing Ellie and Berkeley out, I mean they have some great choices over there. Uh, 
obviously as a California born. Yeah, I was about person, to say. I was about to say. Um, it'd be cool to see some ACHA women's hockey over there. It's actually big in San Jose, um, where I grew up. Um, at least women's hockey, you know, and Sharks do a great job with that stuff and letting uh, young girls play for free. So I think there's a there's a market there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've told you this before. I've actually always wanted to go out to California, uh, specifically like uh, near the L.A. area, uh, just because something I've always wanted to do ever since I was a kid. But, yeah, I mean, California, Vegas, and don't sleep on uh, Riley's choice of going out to Washington because the hockey culture is uh, – Picking up out there, especially uh, with the Seattle crack and still being relatively new uh, in, in the NHL world. So, uh, the only I, bad thing is that it's so rainy there and miserable. You'd be, you'd be playing indoors, though. You'd yeah. be playing indoors. It doesn't matter. You, you think Ellie and Berkeley are going to stay indoors the whole time? I mean, I would say something, but I'm not going to. So. What, what does that mean? Uh, you know what? No, no, we're not going to. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't mention Alaska, actually. I mean, I think ideally, like, having an ACHA team in Alaska would be super cool just because um, it, it would be nice to see our hometown, like, growing as far as that, as far as women's hockey goes. Um, I just think it would, uh, logistically, it's it's hard for a women's team to start up there at the collegiate level just because there's no teams nearby to play. It's super expensive to travel out of state every weekend. But, yeah, I don't know. If they can, if the logistics can work out, I think it'd be great. Um, question, how big is the hockey culture in uh, Alaska? Because, obviously, when people think of Alaska, they think of, you know, cold, snowy weather. You guys are right next to Canada. So is the hockey culture big in Alaska, or is that just blown out of proportion just due to the climate? I'd say hockey culture is big in Alaska. I think our perception of it might be a little bit different because we were – we were raised playing hockey so you know all of my friends all of my family friends everybody I know plays hockey but like in middle school like we would go out and skate on the rinks for like gym class like people know how to skate people watch hockey like if you say that you play hockey somebody knows somebody that also plays probably on your team like it I I would say it is a small um, small hockey world in Alaska, and I do think hockey culture is very big in Alaska. So, Ellie, um, I actually want to uh, mention this. You, yes, you're from Anchorage, Alaska, but you actually didn't didn't you grow up uh, playing hockey in my city, my hometown, Detroit, Michigan? Is that is that correct for um, uh, what what was it, Little Caesars? I think you mentioned to me. Uh, yeah, I played in high school in Detroit. I played my junior year at Bell Tire, and then my senior year and post grad year at Little Caesars. Okay, so what was your uh, j- just since uh, I'm I'm from Detroit, like I just mentioned, uh, what was your favorite part of the Motor City? Um, I loved the city, like being in downtown Detroit. When we played for Caesars, we played at LCA, so we played. Um, in the Red Wings brand new rink and it was right downtown so um, it was really cool like we'd be going to practice and there would be a Red Wings game upstairs and walking into the rink like with all the fans and everybody knows that you play for Little Caesars so everybody's kind of talking to you chatting you up but just being downtown after practice too, like going to get dinner um, I love being in the city and being from Anchorage, you don't really have that. So it's kind of a culture shock to know that um, to be doing those things in the city at kind of such a young age. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know you guys played at Little Caesar Arena. That's actually really cool. I 
I've seen obviously some videos, footage, or photos from that arena. It looks like a really, really nice arena. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, without a doubt the nicest facility I've ever even been in, let alone gotten to utilize for an entire season. It was crazy. It's it's a nice arena, but the problem is like they were hyping it up to be like much more extravagant, but it's like, but it it didn't really deliver in that sort of aspect. But it's a great arena. I'm not going to. Uh, deny that, but I guess things look better on, um, on 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 paper. But anyway, um, yeah, Chase, you had something else. Uh, well, I don't want to leave Berkeley out of it. Um, Berkeley, first off, you played at Mullet last year, so I want to ask you because I didn't think I had the chat uh, with you about how it was playing in Mullet. So how was playing in Mullet? And I know right now you guys aren't scheduled to do so this year, but how bad do you want to go back? I mean, yeah, it's super cool to be able to utilize the facility that was just built on campus. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think playing at the Community Iceplex is fine, too. I don't really have any super big preferences playing at Mullet. I think it's a really cool opportunity for us. But I like where we are now, too. So, do you? What do you like about the Iceplex? I know when I say this, is, it's going to sound stupid. But compared to Oceanside... <laughs> I know that Oceanside didn't have the best eyes, but uh, what were some key differences between the two uh, that you really liked transitioning over to the ice bucks better? I mean, the main difference is obviously the ice. The ice, like the quality of the ice, is just a lot better. Um, yeah, but I also think. Um, like having the having mullet be built and having the iceplex be built is like definitely like a good sign that like hockey is definitely growing like in the valley and that like Arizona's putting in the time and money to have like good hockey um but obviously saying bye to Oceanside was really sad too we all had a connection with that place so yeah yeah it's definitely nice being able to play at a nice facility I had a connection of hitting my head constantly in the press box because the because those pipes were so low what do you mean that was always fun low challenge that we had <laughs> not for me when when I'm getting constant headaches oh but but you don't know what you're missing until you don't have it so I wish we had a press box, but that's just me. Yeah, well, I'm sure we we all are. Um, all right, so as you guys mentioned, this is a new group that you guys have together, you know, around 12 new players all together. And you guys have actually been playing with some new rookies. Uh, Berkeley, obviously, you were on a pairing with Sophie Fossil the other day. And Ellie, you were on a line with Anita and Paige. Uh, talk to me about what you guys like about playing with these players and uh, what they bring to the team. I know they're newer players, so let me get your thoughts on them. I think it's taking us some time to um, connect and gel together as a team, but I I love our new teammates and the new additions that we have to the roster. I think um, we have a lot of skill, a lot of talent, a lot of smart hockey players, um, and I think that's contributing really well to – to our game and I think it's going to add a lot to our game but right now we still are pretty new and we haven't played very many games so still getting to to connect and gel together is something that I think is going to take maybe a few more few more weeks to finally get a good click but I think it's coming and I think we're going to be a, a force to reckon with once it does click. Berkeley, uh, <laughs> would you like to add to that? I mean, I, yeah, I think Ellie's completely right. I think on the D side of things, right now our top three pairings are one senior with a freshman for all three of them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of a cool dynamic. I mean, 
all three of the freshmen have um, like are super have a lot of energy and are just like super excited to be playing. And I think it's been working out really well so far. It's it's a really good dynamic to see. So uh, I, I just got to ask you guys, like uh, being the reigning WWCHL champions, does it add uh, more pressure to try to like capture the title once again? Because it's hard to repeat in any sport because you are now the bar. You are the team that everyone's going to be gunning for. So I would obviously we speculated about it on the show numerous times, but I would like to hear it from your guys' perspective about trying to uh, protect your title. Yeah, I mean, I think every season that I've been here, the goal has been to win that conference championship. And now that we've done it, I, I just think that we have the same goal this year. Um, and honestly, we're gunning for a national championship. So with that, I feel like a conference championship is going to come. And that like all we can do is work for it. So Yeah, that's completely fair. Wait. Wait, uh, Berkeley, having been on this, since you've been on the team uh, the longest or, or one of the longest tenure players on the team, what's it like seeing this uh, program grow into what it is now? I mean, every single year we take a large leap from the last, and I've never been on a team where it's so much progression over such a short amount of time. So it's been, it's been really cool to see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we go this year. So I want to take a quick dig at Trey because oh, no. I think it's a great chance to do so because I want to ask you guys about I will this. get us off air, Chase, if I'm disrespected. Uh, well, I want to ask because <laughs> as mentioned in the last show, um, oh, Trey said that Carson No, 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 no. Oh, I do not want the team <laughs> coming at me with pitchforks and torches, all right? I get it, all right? I'm sorry. Jeez, I get the point. Well, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> My question is... <laughs> Did you guys hear about what Trey said? No, 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 I want to ask, is it a superstition in your locker room? Is it a big one in your locker room? Uh, of Trey saying that Carson Hellman was going to get a certain thing. Because everyone else on your team was mad, okay? Let me just let me just tell you. I had a bunch of you guys come up to me during practice. Oh, we're mad at Trey. Uh, whatever, whatever. Because he said Carson was going to get a blank. I'm not going to say it because I know... There will be some people that will get mad at me. But what about you two? Would Are you, you guys... talking about the S word? Yes, I'm talking about the S word. Oh, okay. So I do remember that. And I don't think people were actually mad. I think goalies do have weird, not weird superstitions, but goalies are very superstitious people. And that's like rule number one of goalie. You don't say that word until after the game. Like you can't say it even when there's one second left on the clock. You don't say that word. Because it's just, like, it gets in a goalie's mind. It messes them up. And so I don't think – I genuinely don't think people were actually mad. I think <laughs> it was more of a joke. But I do know that Carson definitely takes that seriously. And she was a little bit affected when, <laughs> when she heard about that. I can't hear that. anything. Trey took off his headset because <laughs> he didn't want to hear the – the response to that, but <laughs> I, I just I just need to hear that because uh, – So oh, am, am I unmuted now? 
Yeah, I, I put you back on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I hate this show. Whoa. Hey, you're the you're literally one of the hosts. What yeah, the I'm, I'm one of the OG hosts. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> okay, what is your response to that, Trey? Uh, I'm literally just doing what I normally do for uh, the devil. So I don't really, I don't really, I, I, I'm sorry if it came off that way. That's all I'll say. And I don't say I'm sorry too often. Chase will attest to that. You know, unfortunately, you're right about that. Yeah. Um. Real quick, but I did. I just didn't think anyone would listen. Quite honestly, but well, okay. Well, then let me ask you this, Elian Burke. Do you guys usually listen to the radio show? You can say no. You won't hurt our feelings. No, I didn't. I didn't hear that from the radio show. I just like remember that being a thing. Um, <laughs> but I've listened to a few of them um, last year, but I haven't listened this year. No, that's all good. Our feelings aren't hurt. Well, maybe you're not. Tra- I honestly, trace. so I knew that you guys did this. <laughs> I didn't know you guys woke up and did this every Friday morning. Every Friday yep, morning. Every Friday morning, because it's the only time we can do it because of class. Mm. You remember when we were in Boston? I actually called in one of the times uh, to the show. They were doing it at eight, and I was over there in Boston with you guys, and I called in. I'm like, yeah, it's it's still early over here. <laughs> um, well, you're three hours ahead. Oh, no, well two hours ahead at the time because i don't think daylight savings time uh started yet so yeah i don't you, know yeah you were i think you were still two hours ahead yeah but yeah every friday morning yay uh real quickly i'm going to mention some of the acha wwchl scores like we always do just to get everyone caught up real quick have you guys do you guys usually look at the scores for like conference opponents at all or do you guys just keep that out of your head and like you know just focus on your own game it depends on the weekend like if there's yeah i don't i don't pay super close attention to the scores in general like i'm not looking at the stats very frequently but if there's a game that i want to see the the people playing in like both teams playing in or even just one of them then i'll i'll watch the game but i'm not like super invested in just like the scores and the stats yeah if it's like a relevant if it's relevant competition then i'll check it out but i did go to like utah's page yesterday to try and check out some things but they didn't have like they played Montana, which, and they I think they won like sixteen nothing. Like it that wasn't was really something that you could watch and evaluate from. But I do know like if like two conference teams were to play, I, girls would get together and kind of watch and just evaluate or mm-hmm. check out the score of that game. Well, that's completely fair. Um, going off of that, uh, looking at some scores, GCU was in action. Uh, they they lost. Quite a bit. Uh, lost to University of Jamestown, three nothing. D- didn't they lose to Maryville a couple weeks ago too? A couple weeks ago, uh, which again proves how big that win was for this team. Um, which I want to touch on to end the show in a second. Um, GC also lost to Midland, eleven nothing, and then I believe they lost to Midland once again, twelve one. So not a great start of the season for GCU. They're still looking for their first win. Meanwhile, the Colorado Buffs were in action. They won 3 nothing. Um or sorry, lost 3 nothing to MSU and then won 4 nothing against Montana State, which again is another team that has not had the uh, greatest start to the season. Uh CSU blowing out uh Wyoming twice, 12 to 0 and then I believe 9 to 1 second game. And then University of Denver was in action. They actually won against Montana 5-3, 10-3, and then they did play another team. Oh, yes, MSU. uh, They actually lost 3-1 to that. But, you know, solid start to this Denver team that 
wasn't the best last year, actually, no, to not make no. it to the playoffs. Um, did help knock out Colorado out of playoff contention. So that was, that was, that was surprising. That was very surprising. But, yeah, looking forward, uh, Colorado does play Jamestown. Air Force plays Denver. Um, um, that that I don't I don't <laughs> think that's going to be a good game. Yeah, and then with all due respect, obviously ASU is going to play play Utah. Um, but as I hinted that, I want to ask you real quickly, guys, uh, before we start wrapping up the show, the Maryville game, two uh, one win. Quinn Anger, obviously a huge, huge win by her, and Nita Fleming getting her first goal as a Sun Devil. A lot of good things coming out of that. But I think the most impressive thing was you guys beat Maryville. Maryville hasn't been beaten a lot so far in this regular season, including they blew out GCU not too long ago. It just speaks to how big this team has gotten in terms of, you know, uh, potential and capability. And, you know, obviously you guys lost last year. So I want you guys to describe to me the locker room after that win. How crazy was it? And what were you guys feeling? I think it was exciting, but I don't think it was anything crazy. Like, we're a better team than Maryville, and I think the first game that we played, we had a little first game jitters. You know, they had played a few games into their season, so they were ready to come out. We have, what is it, 11 new girls, mm-hmm. um, nine of which being freshmen. Like, we had a lot of a lot of new nerves on the ice, and that was something that we needed to get over, and I think it really affected us on Thursday night, whereas Friday we were able to come out with a more steady mind and win that game, and Quinn did help us huge. She stood on her head and played her heart out, but, I mean, we could have we could have won that game Thursday night. I, I don't think it was a crazy win that we beat them, and I think they're we're very capable of beating them. I think we're a better team than them, and I think the next time we come up to match with them, um, it's going to be the same as Friday night. Burke? I mean, I completely agree with Ellie. The The goal going into that weekend was to win two games. So just not winning that first one and then being able to scrape scrape out a win that second game. Um, obviously, we were excited about it. But, you know, <laughs> like all we can do is like try try and come out harder next time. Like it was it was a tough loss that first game. But yeah, I don't know. The second one was super exciting. I think we're we're looking to come into this weekend with that same energy. So, yeah, that's fair to say. Well, I want to thank you guys both for being here. I know it's early. I know this is one of your days that you don't have practice, so thank you so much. Oh, no, they don't have here. practice. They have a game later well, today. Obviously, but they didn't have to wake up this early in the morning. So thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to come out. You guys have any final things to say to the audience before we let you go? Nope. We'll see you tonight at 930. 930, baby. All right. Well, let's start wrapping it up here. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to what you're talking about. You can find us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Literally, if you listen to podcasts on Amazon, go for it. You can listen for us there. Um, Trey, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find my personal X page app at TreyMatt4, and you can find some of my other stuff on my Instagram, uh, Trey Emery Matthews. Chase Beardsley underscore is my Twitter handle. Preview will be up shortly today. Getting working on that after we get out of here but again thank and you, you got, s- what and you got to do my show too my uh, locked on devils i know special guest appearance um and at 9 30 turn to inferno tv for asu versus inferno again thank you so much ellie and berkeley for being on the show for chase beardsley trey matthews we'll see you guys soon